0: Hey everyone, it's Marielle. And before we get to the show, I want to warn you. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and may not be suitable for all listeners. Discretion is strongly advised. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello, friends. Hello, and welcome to The Women of Death Row. Thank you.
0: I'm Amanda. I'm Marielle. Today, we're going to read to you our Death Row Records fan fiction that we wrote. (laughs) Only we wrote Suge Knight and Dr. Dre as Women, hence the title of the show. There you go. So, welcome.
1: Welcome. I can't find my story. Oh, here it is. (laughs) Should we get started? Yes. Who wants to go first?
0: Is yours like devastating at the end? Mine isn't either.
1: How about mine? Okay.
0: Because I really want to get it over
1: with. Okay. So I decided to do something a little different. I decided to take a different spin and I was just telling Marielle, I don't know why I did this because I think I bit off more than I could chew. So I'm going to talk about like the history of capital punishment and death sentences in the United States. So sort of like it's beginning time to like where it kind of is now. Oh, shit. Left stuff out. This is in no way like a comprehensive report of the death penalty and capital punishment because I was thinking, oh, this is going to be interesting, you know, especially like with the take on women and it does include women, but let's just get into it and I'll skip as needed, but it, it was okay. hard. So I have a backup just in case. Kind of, I just had like highly controversial and polarizing topics. So maybe if there's like some insight into it of like where it came from, this might help you jiggle your mind a little bit. So I had to piece info from sources. There wasn't really like one cohesive timeline I just kind of picked and guessed, but I got a lot of it from deathpenaltyinfo.org. And then I also found something called the Epsy file, which is written by some guy's last name's EPSI and another dude. And it's like a database of executions in order of date, name, and state. And it's a total of over 15,000 executions from 1608 to 2002. Ooh. So it's like this giant database. And then the Constitutional Rights Foundation CapitalPunishmentUK.org, Before the Needles by Robert Gallagher, which was a lot of information. And then, of course, Wikipedia. Come on. So, capital punishment's currently used in the United States by 29 states and the federal government and the military. So, the U.S. is Crazy. really, quote, unquote, the only developed Western nation that uses the death penalty regularly. Hmm. U.S. was the first to develop lethal injection, which... I had a thought when I wrote that, like, what's the difference between that and, like, you're e- literally euthanizing somebody. Yeah. Only so. they,
0: upon further research, recent discovery, they realized people <gasps> yes, were actually in I a lot of that. fucking pain. Okay.
1: I'll get into the history and I'm the ble- start. Ble- 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 you know, five other countries use it. Whatever. So, death sentences and executions in the United States began when the land that we are sitting on now, that is native land, was colonized by the British. So it was Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Virginia were the three colonies that sort of took it off. So at the time, the laws heavily, you know, in general, were like British influenced, which included capital punishment and then. Like in particular, people were a fan of like death by hanging. So there's thousands if you look through that database, it's all like mostly hanging. and then there's like a bunch of question marks because they don't know the person. They didn't maybe they didn't know the race or the punishment. And then a huge I just when I I'll get to it, but the huge document was a lot of slaves was a huge majority of the people that were killed. In this yeah. document, and it was, it's just heart-trenching. So, the first documented execution during colonization occurred in Jamestown Colony in 1608. We've all heard of that. It was Captain George Kendall, and he was executed by firing squad for espionage as he was like spying for Spain. Ooh. Yeah. So, during this time, there was no designated crimes, which, you Hold know. Hold on, though. Firing squad back then, like with a musket, like that had is. to have been. A
0: slow. I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe just one. a bunch of everybody at once,
1: and not like multiple people. Yeah. So they squad. probably had a shit ton just on them in those muskets. Poof! We got to reload. <laughs> <laughs> so there weren't any laws to Doug's that they okay that definitely like there is now, right? So like right now, you have to be charged with aggravated first degree murder, meaning that there's an advocate. Ab- your motive. Yeah, there's an aggravating circumstance along with it. So, like, robbery and murder, yeah. murder resulting in murder and rape in which the victim dies, and then murder of a non-duty police officer. That's when the Virginia governor, Sir Thomas Dale, created the Divine Moral and Martial Laws. So, these laws allowed the death penalty for even minor offenses.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, like,
1: like stealing grapes, uh-huh. killing chickens, and, like... Hearsay. What on earth is this... <laughs> Yeah, like hearsay, like hitting your parents, Mm -hmm. trading with the Native Americans. Wanting to divorce
0: your husband. Yeah,
1: like people were sentenced to death for that shit. Yeah, and they buried across the colonies, so. And then the Massachusetts Bay Colony didn't have its first execution until 1630. And then in 1665, the New York Colony implemented Duke's Laws of 1665, where offenses such as, like, hitting your mother, denying your true God... Shit like that, like, we're punishable by death. So, Damn. this was all before the Eighth Amendment, obviously. Yeah. So, between 1607 and 1708, only 34% of the 191 executions were for murder.
0: Whoa. That's a lot. And it's <laughs> before the Constitution exists existed. So existed. So, people were colonies.
1: just fucking going rogue. This was the purge. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that time frame, 24% of that were women. Mm -hmm. So, and then 1789, the Bill of Rights was adopted. The Eighth Amendment, you know, prohibits cruel, and unusual punishment. The Fifth Amendment was also drafted, implying the use of the death penalty required the grand jury Mm -hmm. indictment for the capital crime and a due process of law. Then in 1868, the Fourteenth Amendment was adopted, which also required due process for deprivation of life in any states. Do you want to hear some of the ways they were executing people? Is really fucking barbaric. Okay, guillotine, stones, any of those? Breaking the wheel, you heard of that? Is that like stretching somebody? It's attaching three wheels on the person, and then they spin them, and it breaks their joints. Oh! Yeah, gibbeting. You know what that is? You heard of it? No. It's hanging a person. And then leaving their body to rot, denying them a burial. So what they did was they... Dump something on the body and put the person in a cage at like the top of a hill, and then their body just rotted. Oh, mm-hmm. so it was, that was more symbolic like they're like, denying you a burial, someone on a cross mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, then hanging in chains, which was reserved for people who were enslaved and pirates, and then burning and pressing. You heard of pressing? Oh,
0: yeah, they did that to witches.
1: Mm-hmm. So <sighs> That was a lot. Yeah, what the fuck? Barbaric, right? Yeah, and it's still not that much better. No. So, the FC file, like I referenced earlier, you know, fifteen thousand two hundred sixty-two people were executed in the U.S. and former colonies between sixteen oh eight and nineteen ninety one, and then from nineteen thirty to two thousand two, there were four thousand six hundred sixty-one executions in the U.S. Two thirds of those executions occurred between 1930 and 1950, so only 20 years. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So then the U.S. Army executed 135 soldiers between 1916 and 1955. How many people? Oh, 135. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get on to, like, the early abolition movement. So during the 19th century, three states abolished the death penalty for murder— Michigan in 1846, which they never executed a person since becoming a state. Oh
0: good for you, Michigan. Michigan turns out
1: to Gold be okay star. in the end. Wisconsin in 1853 and then Maine in 1887. Rhode Island in 1852. Although, if you were a prisoner and committed murder, you would be sentenced to death penalty. Mm. Yeah. All right. And then we go into all these cases, like Greg versus Georgia, and then all this other stuff, which it was really dry, so I kind of just sped it it up. Yeah. Yeah. So other states, Minnesota, Iowa, West Virginia, North Dakota, Hawaii, Alaska, D.C., Arizona, and Oregon, but then Arizona and Oregon reinstated it. Yeah. In 1918 and 1978. Puerto Rico and Michigan were the only U.S. jurisdictions that explicitly prohibited it and never executed anybody. I shouldn't say I never executed anybody, prohibited it. So even though a lot of states abolished the death penalty, many of them, including the federal government, continue to utilize capital punishment for like, quote unquote, various reasons. But Mm -hmm. especially for murder and, and rape from the time of colonization to the 1960s, particularly. So then, well, now we get into, like, the constitutionality of the death penalty. It was challenging and becoming more progressive and more realistic after the Supreme Court decided in another case in 1958, they declared explicitly for the first time that the Eighth Amendment's cruel and usual clause must draw its meaning from the evolving standards of decency that mark the progress of a maturing society. So, whatever. Yeah. Woohoo! Rather than from its, like, original meaning, like, oh, you fucking killed my Mm -hmm. my chickens. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Just for, like, the most stupid shit. Or, like, pressing somebody. Like, come on. Then in 19... Wait. All right. Now we get into, like, if in 1932 they came up with in Powell versus Alabama, it was the case that made the first step of what would be later called death is different jurisprudence, which means that when it held that any defendant who could not afford an attorney was entitled to a court-appointed attorney in capital cases. Mm. So that right was only extended to people who were non-capital defendants until 1963. So prior to this, you weren't given any representation if you were on trial for capital murder. Fuck. If you couldn't afford it. A
0: lot of wrongfully executed people there.
1: Yeah. Like... That really made like my blood boil because it's like you are going to sentence this person to death and not give them a chance to defend themselves. Backwards, yeah. In nineteen seventy two, capital punishment was suspended in Furman versus Georgia. It considered like a big group of like consolidated cases, so it was like one case and then a bunch of them at once doing the same thing. But however, the primary case considered involved an individual who was convicted under Georgia's PETH penalty. (laughs) death penalty statute (laughs) which featured a procedure in which the jury were expected to return a verdict of guilty or innocent while simultaneously determining if they should be sentenced to death or life in prison Mm. so the jury decided all that shit so in the 5-4 decision the supreme court struck down the impositions of the death penalty because they found it unconstitutional and in violation of the 8th and 14th Amendment. The Supreme Court has not explicitly ruled the death penalty to be unconstitutional until recently where there's a... I can't remember what it's called. The five justices in the majority ruling didn't provide any, like, common opinion about it or any rationale to their decision, but I copy and pasted their statement because I thought it was interesting. The narrowest opinions, those of Byron White and Potter Stewart, expressed generalized concerns about the inconsistent application of the death penalty across a variety of cases, but it did not exclude the possibility of a constitutional death penalty law. And then Stewart and William O. Douglas worried explicitly about racial discrimination in the enforcement of the death penalty. Thurgood Marshall and William J. Brennan Jr. expressed the opinion that the death penalty was prescribed absolutely by the eighth amendment as cruel and unusual punishment yeah Yep. Yeah. so then after that in 1972 ruling death sentence were reduced to life imprisonment so then in 1976 it was reinstated instead of eliminating capital punishment that was reinstated they went along 37 states ended up putting in more death penalty, new death penalty statutes. And then some states responded by en- enacting mandatory death penalty statutes, which they just decided, like, it, like for certain t- forms of murder, like some of those combinations we mentioned earlier, the mm-hmm. aggravated murders, you could be sentenced to mandatory death. So then on July 2nd, 1976, the Supreme Court decided in Gregg versus Georgia in a 7-2 decision That capital crimes are determined by like guilt, innocence, and sentencing phases. And then at the first proceeding, the jury decides the guilt. If the defendant is innocent or otherwise not convicted of first-degree murder, of course, it's not going to be implemented. But then you have a second hearing to determine whether the aggravating circumstances apply to it. So then executions resumed that January 1977. They didn't waste any time. Gary Gilmore went before the firing squad in Utah. Shit. So, 1977. Holy shit. Yep. So, in the 70s and early 1980s, there were hundreds of people that were sentenced to death, but only 10 people were executed before 1984. So then this is and so then in like in 1977 in another case, the Supreme Court started to like narrow what warrants the death penalty. Mm-hmm. So that's when like the aggravating factors really started to apply. And they were only like two major restrictions on the use. So, in June 20th, 2002, you could not sentence a disabled inmate to death, oh, intellectually disabled person who was incarcerated to death. And second, in 2005, the court's decision struck down that you could no longer sentence offenders under the age of 18. In 2008, Kennedy versus Louisiana, the court held five to four that the death penalty is unconstitutional when applied to non homicidal crimes, including child rape. Only two death row inmates, both in Louisiana, were affected by the decision. So, less than five months before that ruling was the 2008 presidential election. And it was criticized by Barack Obama and John McCain. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote there's still a shit ton of information, but I skipped it because it was kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> Now lethal injection. From 1976 from 1976 to January 2020, there were 1512 executions which 1333 were lethal injection, 162 electrocution. 11 by gas inhalation, three by hanging, and three by firing squad. My God. Yeah. What is that? 1976, 2020. That's what? 54 years? 44 years. So the death penalty was a hot topic in the 1988 presidential election. And it came up in the debate where George H.W. Bush and Michael Dukakis were on the Bernard Show. And he asked the question to Dukakis, Governor, if Kitty Dukakis, who's his wife, were raped and murdered. Would you favor an irrevocable death penalty for the killer? He replied, no, I don't. And I think, you know, that I've opposed the death penalty during all my life. I don't see any evidence that it's a deterrent. And I think there are better and more effective ways to deal with a violent crime. Word. Bush was elected. In 1996, the Congress passed the anti-terrorism and effective Death Penalty Act, Battle old chestnut. <laughs> in order to like streamline the process of capital cases, mm-hmm. it was signed by guess who, President Clinton, President Bill Clinton, who had endorsed capital punishment during his nineteen ninety two presidential co- campaign. Mm-hmm. The Clintons in the criminal justice system in Clintons general Clintons are trash. Clintons are trash for reasons. a lot of reasons. You're right. A study found that thirty four of the seven hundred and 49 executions carried in the U.S. between 77 and 2001, which was 4.5% of it, involved unanticipated problems or delays that caused at least arguably unnecessary agony for the prisoner or that reflect gross incompetence of the executioner. How disgusting is that? Yep. Those are called botched executions, and it remained steady over a period of time. Mm. A 2005 study found that 43% of the cases of lethal injection the blood level of the hypnotics and the prisoner was insufficient to ensure consciousness. Mm. That's like everybody's biggest fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But get this, the Supreme Court in 2008, 2015, and 2019 ruled that lethal injection does not constitute cruel and unusual punishment. All right, so then on July 25th, 2019, Attorney General William Barr reinstated the death penalty for federal crimes, and then... Fucking boil bar. Yeah. Fuck him. The federal government also scheduled execution of five death row inmates. However, the Supreme Court then upheld the stay of execution. That's what it is, the stay of execution. Mm-hmm. And since that date, none have occurred. So, women in execution. You guessed it, not a whole lot of info. Yeah. So... In 1632, 24 years after the first male execution, Jane Champion was the first known woman to have been lawfully executed. She was sentenced to death by hanging after she was convicted of infanticide, so she Uh, killed her baby. Two-thirds of women executed in the 17th and 18th centuries were convicted of child murder.
0: But what if it was just SIDS or,
1: like, some random It probably was. Yeah. It probably was, and they hate women so much that they want to fucking kill them Mm -hmm. so which not has not changed much yeah so then uh, we all know about the salem witch trials which 14 women and six men were who were accused of witch witchcraft were executed all right so between 1608 and 2002 365 women were executed and then some of the reasons for the executions including i just wanted to to read some of these to get more context because it's kind of interesting yeah most of it hanging Holy shit yeah this is only women between that time period but the other documents like sixteen thousand burned hanging housekeeping burglar yeah um question mark concealing question... a birth yeah what is that about another one concealing birth concealing Could birth that is be like abortion a i don't know or maybe they got pregnant out of wedlock mm. Jesus. Yep. Unspecified felony. Conspiracy to murder. Attempted murder. There's another weird one on here, but yeah, it's crazy. So yeah. What else? That's about it. I kind of stopped there. I was going to mention something about juvenile experience in the execution. Uh... Only up until 2005. It was up until 2005. That you could sentence a juvenile to capital for capital shit. murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't find it, but that was it. It's fucked up. It's f- totally fucked up. Like, thank God we're not. I would gotten sentenced to death for stealing candy from Toys R
0: Us. Oh yeah, stealing a lot of shit. Can't yeah, stop drinking this fucking cold brew, dude. It's so good. It's delicious. Okay, Chico. Grunty, grunty, Chico. Grunty Chico.
1: McGrunterson. Look how cute you are. Okay, Flaca like spread eagle. <laughs> these dogs okay so on august twenty sixth,
0: 1988 after jim plants returned home from working the night shift as a press room supervisor at the oklahoman two men bryson an 18 year old and friend clinton also 18 years old ambushed him and beat him with two baseball bats one of these attackers testified later that they left jim on the floor bloody and hurt and then his wife marilyn plants looked at her husband's head injuries from the beating and said that they didn't look enough like an accident and so quote she told us to burn him what jim was still alive when he was Loaded into a pickup truck and oh, driven to a remote area where he and the vehicle were doused with gasoline and set on fire. His body was slumped behind the steering wheel and his left leg was outside the pickup, his foot resting flat on the ground. Identified by dental records, an autopsy later revealed that he died from a combination of blunt force injury to the head and thermal injuries caused by the fire.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: The medical evidence showed that he was alive at the time because of smoke that was inhaled into his lungs. These two 18-year-olds went back to Marilyn's home where she was cleaning up blood. They helped her clean up the floor and uh, cleaned with the baseball bats. She told them to go exchange their bloody clothes for clothes that belonged to her murdered husband. Oh, God. She placed their bloody clothes in a sack and told them to get rid of it. So soon they left the home and threw the bloody sacks in a river. They went to a convenience store, purchased some sandwiches and drinks with money that they took out of the man who they just murdered's pants, and then they went to a friend's house. Wow. They went to this guy's named Kendrick's house, and they were telling Kendrick about killing Jim. And Kendrick asked, like, what about the kids? And Bryson said they were asleep in their rooms at the time of the murder. So then Bryson, who is having an affair with Marilyn.
1: Oh, the 18-year-old?
0: Yes. He phoned Marilyn asking if she's all right Kendrick overheard Bryson say they needed to stay close and that she'd purchased a rug to cover up bloodstains. Wow. Bryce told police he and Marilyn planned to move out of state and get married, said that she told him her husband had threatened to kill himself and murder her if she divorced him. She denied being involved in the killing, of course. Wow. So Marilyn Plant was born in 1960. She grew up in a small country town... People who knew her said that she was reserved and, like, a quiet girl. She met Jim young, like, in high school. She was a homemaker, a Sunday school teacher. They raised their two kids in a quiet Midwest City neighborhood. People, neighbors, folks that knew them said that they had a, quote, perfect marriage. Jim was outgoing, and he adored his children and was a family man. Oh. His sister said she was stunned when she received the call that her brother had been the victim of a homicide and then learned his wife and her lover were accused. She said, it's like when you hear people talk about the perfect marriage, they never argued, they never fought. But in 1988... At the age of twenty seven, Marilyn began her double life starting an affair with an eighteen year old named Bryson. Wow. She bought him alcohol, bought him clothes, and kinda used that as leverage and getting what she, she wanted. Was from him. him. Right. So Jim was the third of four children, grew up in the Shawnee and Pink areas of Pottawatomie County. He was remembered as fun loving, punctual and dependable employee, a devoted father to Trina, who was nine, and Christopher, who was six. Oh, wow. His kids were his number one priority, and he was rarely seen without his kids, someone said.
1: Yeah, because his wife was always sleeping with the teenagers. Mm.
0: (laughs) Early morning on Friday, August 26, 1988, James Earl Plants, 33 years old, was found in his pickup. Prosecutors alleged that he was beaten at home and then burned in his pickup truck at a secluded location, The following Monday, police arrested Marilyn on a murder charge. Investigators believe she'd paid someone to kill her husband. And then the next day, Bryson and the other guy were arrested. So they're all charged with first-degree murder, and prosecutors say that they're going to see the death penalty. Wow. Police stated that collection on two life insurance policies for James Plants, which were worth $319,000, was the probable reason behind his murder. Prosecutors stated that the two men were hired by Plants to kill her husband. Hi, Queen. Most beautiful kitty in the world. Hi. Look at her. That's my copy. Sorry. On October 20th, prosecutors agreed to let the other guy, not the lover, Mm -hmm. plead guilty to murder and was sentenced to life in prison. Wait. He made an agreement. He pled guilty, so he got. Oh, right. And he would testify against Marilyn and Bryson. At a preliminary hearing for Bryson and Marilyn, he testified that Marilyn said the murder would have to look like an accident. He also stated that a few days earlier, Bryson had said his girlfriend, Marilyn, had called and was crying because her husband had beaten her. In videotaped testimony, Bryson told police how he and an accomplice beat James. Bryson said, I didn't have no specific reason why I killed him. All I was thinking while I was beating him was all the time she came up to me with a black eye and crying. I didn't like that. Hmm. In the videotape, Bryson said that he loves Marilyn, but she told police they had the perfect marriage. Defense, um, the Jim
1: Plants guy in Maryland had a bro, okay.
0: Yeah. Defense attorneys Jim argued Plants. that Bryson and Maryland should have separate trials mm. because they both had inconsistent and antagonistic defenses. Yeah. and Oklahoma County District Judge ruled that they would be tried together nonetheless. Wow. So Joyce Gilchrist, a chemist for the Oklahoma City Police Department, testified in the trial of Marilyn and Bryson. Recently, the FBI studied eight cases on which Gilchrist had worked, finding serious errors in 75% of them. Wow. At the trial in March 1989, jurors took less than three hours to find Marilyn and Bryson guilty of the murder of James Plants, of conspiracy to murder, of recruiting others to help, and of arson. Neither Marilyn nor Bryson testified during the trial. Hmm. The next day, jurors deliberated for five hours before voting in favor of death sentences for both Marilyn Plants and William Bryson. Wow. They were each also sentenced to 100 years for recruiting others to help in the murder 10 years for conspiracy to murder and a 15-year sentence for oh. burning the pickup truck. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Trina Plants-Wells, the daughter of Marilyn and Jim, said later on...
1: How old was she at the time
0: again? Nine. She'd pled for the board to spare her mother's life. She'd reported having cried throughout the entire hearing, and she recently reconciled with her mother after having no contact with her for 13 years. In a videotape statement... Wells said, my father's gone and we need a mom, whether or not she's in prison. We need to have a relationship with her. I really don't want my mother to die. That's my hope. I've had 13 years to think about it. I love my father. He was my hero, but it's not fair for me to have to go to another funeral and devastating death like this.
1: And she was nine? Yeah. Well, so this was 13 years after. So how Mm -hmm. would she be? 22?
0: Yeah. Karen Lowry, the sister of Jim, asked the board to let the execution take place, so... Totally different mm. sentiments.
1: Wow. Just you and that nitro queen. I mean, <laughs> cr- cold cream. Nitro, nitro cold queen. Cream. <laughs> cold cream queen. Try saying that. Nitro queen. Title nitro of the episode.
0: Queen. So his sister stated stated that Marilyn didn't show remorse during the prelim- preliminary hearing or the trial. She also stated that she believed the death penalty can deter criminals. It's like it obviously doesn't.
1: In a- so, like, you're on trial for <sighs> the... <laughs> It didn't deter you, so you did it. So what?
0: (laughs) In a barely audible voice, Marilyn apologized to the families, mentioning each sibling, parent, and child by name. She said, it's hard to think about living the rest of my life in prison, but now I have a reason to live. I want to live for my daughter and hopefully for my son, because her son is still like, fuck you. Yeah. So the Oklahoma Criminal Defense Trial Lawyers Association, OCDTLA, <laughs> if you're curious, <laughs> called for an immediate moratorium on executions in Oklahoma, beginning with that of Marilyn Plants.
1: Maryland plants.
0: The press conference was held due to the questionable work of chemist Joyce Gilchrist, including the capital cases of ten inmates who have subsequently been executed. Subsequently, wait, (laughs) she subsequently been executed. So, ten innocent people who were executed because this bitch is fucking fucked up chemistry.
1: (laughs) That shithead little ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Attorney Jack Dempsey spokesperson.
1: Good God. <laughs> Let me
0: drink some more of this fucking
1: cold brew. Drink
0: your nitro. <laughs> Spokesperson for the OCDLA. I wasn't right, but we're going to <laughs> He said, if one juror was convicted to give the death penalty to Marilyn Plants due to the testimony of Ms. Gilchrist, Marilyn should not be executed next Tuesday. Damn. Also speaking on behalf of the OCDTLAZ, XYZ, <laughs> were attorneys Doug Parr and Catherine Burton. Who are they? Vigils were held at approximately one dozen locations across the state. Around two dozen people attended the prayer vigil outside the gates of the penitentiary. So from fucking ProDeathPenalty.com, In June of 2000, William Clifford Bryson, 29, was executed by injection for his part in the murder. Wow. Thirteen relatives and friends of Jim Plants, including his two sisters, father and brother, were at the prison for the execution. After a tour of the penitentiary, Karen Lowry, Jim's sister, said Bryson's death does not mean a victory for her family. It's a no-win situation. Nobody's going to win in the end, she said. His other sister, Sharon Cotton, said before the execution that his death would only provide partial closure for the family. She said, Marilyn Plants and Clifford Bryson have lived almost 12 years since Jim was murdered. That's 12 years longer than my brother has lived. She said executing Bryson would provide her family the justice they sought since the killing. He didn't think twice about taking my brother's life, she said. He didn't think about the children or my brother's family and how that would affect us for the rest of our lives. The state attorney general said that Jim Plant suffered a horrible, cruel, painful death. They said it was to collect the insurance money. And that Marilyn was the beneficiary. Death Penalty Institute of Oklahoma states that Marilyn K. Plants at the age of 40 was executed on May 1st, 2001 via lethal Mm. injection at Oklahoma State Penitentiary in McAllister, Oklahoma. Her last meal that she chose was two chicken tacos, a Mexican pizza, and a chicken taco salad, cinnamon twists from Taco Bell. And then a pecan pie and two Coke cans from Walmart. Hell yeah. And so the cost for her entire last meal was $15.06. Marilyn Plans was the second woman executed since statehood which was 1907, as well as the second woman executed in 2001, Wanda Jean Allen, was executed on January 11, 2001. Her execution also marked Oklahoma's climb to number two in executions per capita. Only Delaware has higher, because it's so small, Mm. has a higher per capita execution rate
1: yeah Delaware's like the size of my pinky the end damn (sighs) Mm -hmm. yeah they both suffered a horrible death too with the uh lethal injection wow yes that's sad before we get into
0: thank you more digressions I just wanted to read something that literally just happened what's today's date this January 16th. So two days ago. Here's the headline. Kansas man asks Iowa judges permission for sword battle with ex-wife. So <laughs> a Kansas man has asked an Iowa judge to let him engage in a sword fight with his ex-wife and her attorney so that he can, quote, rend their souls from their bodies. David Ostrom, forty, of Paola, Kansas, said in a January 3rd court filing that his former wife, Bridget Ostrom, thirty eight, of Harlan, Iowa, and her attorney, Matthew Hudson, had, quote, destroyed him legally. The Ostroms have been embroiled in disputes over custody and visitation issues and property tax payments for some time. The judge had the power to let the parties, quote, resolve Our disputes on the field of battle legally, David Ostrom said, adding in his filing that trial by combat, quote, has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these United States. He also asked the judge for 12 weeks' time so he could secure Japanese samurai swords. What? His motion filed in Shelby County District Court stemmed from his frustrations with his ex-wife's attorney. He said... I think I've met Mr. Hudson's absurdity with my own absurdity, Ostrom said, adding that his former wife wife, could choose Hudson to act as her champion. And that's from uh, KCTV5. Thank you. That's an actual... Scene. That happened two days ago. Well, they went to court January 3rd, but yes. We will be linking Journalists that.
1: Journalists just got to it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Link on the website. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. Challenge you to a duel. Challenge you to a duel. Wow. Mm -mm -mm. There's some crazy shit.
0: Mm -hmm. When I was doing quality control with our most recent episode, I was cracking up whenever we were talking about like (laughs) me secretly recording extra shit and adding it in. Oh yeah. Like going back and like (laughs) fixing something we forgot. (laughs) It's just your
1: voiceover. (laughs) suggestedly what (laughs) ah there's currently three dogs passed the fuck out on this bed oh my god i only saw two yeah Petey's over there wow i have a couple stories so at the gym the other day this dude comes up to me like i'm at the smith machine this dude comes up to me it's this big let me just paint this picture i have my headphones on i'm setting everything up there's not a bench there i want a bench but i see someone not using one that i plan to go ask this guy comes up to me, this big Meatloaf meaty meat looking head. dude, yes, that's tans. And he has like this pseudo man bun thing. It's like a half man bun and is the bottom part shaved. He goes, do you need a bench? Like you would expect him to. And I was like, sure. And he goes, okay, I'll go try and find it. I'm like, all right. Oh. I was okay, if I don't have to get it, that's nice. But I wasn't done finishing up. So once I finished up, he came back and said, I guess it's lost. So I'm like, okay, thanks anyway. So I went and asked the guy initially that I was gonna ask and go and then I noticed the manager starting to walk around the gym like with eyeing this dude and I noticed while I was there for like the hour and a half I was there that it was like a pattern like every ten minutes they went by went through and we're checking this dude out. I guess he got gets pretty rowdy because it's really really weird because I like I see him like never doing like a full workout yeah. He just goes up to the weights. I've never seen him do any like, reps. True. Or like he'll just get on a cardio machine. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's and something weird. something
0: weird. That's why I just stay home and ride my Peloton.
1: No one else, like, really bothers me, though. Of course, everyone has their gym crush, but...
0: I didn't find one of those. You
1: know, maybe someday. <laughs> well, speaking Spe- of
0: working out, I went to the ear, nose, and throat doctor. Oh, she yeah. She gave me, like, some super special, like, nose spray and, like, an ointment for my nostrils, like, for <laughs> inflame. And, like... When I blew, started blowing my nose like the first like this past week's just like been bloody, just like old. But I can breathe so much better when I work out, really, and like when I'm talking, huh? It's crazy, and it gets even like helping with my
1: ears. And I had a CAT
0: scan done today
1: what'd that say which
0: was trippy i don't know they'll mm. call me in 24 to 48 hours
1: was that just to, like to see your sinuses
0: that was more so for my ears oh because with my sinuses she went up there with a scope and a camera
1: yeah did it like clean it out oh that must have felt weird kind of
0: no they like sprayed lidocaine up my nose which was disgusting uh that's when i told you it felt like i had done some really fucking expensive yeah. coke
1: <laughs> like, this is some hollywood shit here god i can't feel my nose i can't feel anything oh my gosh wow so that's when
0: she stuck the camera and then she like cleaned out my ears like super deep with like a zoom thing it oh, was wow. super weird feeling oh my god um <laughs> Oh, I can't even imagine. I and, hate stuff in my ears. And then today I had the CAT scan, which was so fucking weird. Like, I just had my eyes closed the whole time because I was like, I'm paranoid. But it, like, I spins was,
1: around you, right?
0: Yes, and then you are moving, like, back and mm-hmm. forth, and I, I just felt like I was floating. I was yeah, like, this weird.
1: is trippy. <laughs> have you ever had
0: an MRI? Yeah. Where you just have to lay there and lay still? I remember I had an MRI in second grade, and that was, like, before iPods oh, and stuff. Because you were constipated? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to choose from, like, the doctor's select playlist, and it was, like... Oh, yeah. Horrible.
1: Well, you can't take anything in with you. Yeah. So, But now you could connect your phone oh, in the true. other room, and they'd play
0: that. But yeah. then it was like, okay, choose an artist you like, and we'll play their least favorite <laughs> hits that no one's <laughs> heard. or <no> one knows.
1: <laughs> God. And so I was scrolling on Instagram... And I noticed an advertisement for a doctor's social work program. And earlier, yesterday morning, I was talking to one of my coworkers about her doctoral program. And she asked me, have you ever thought about getting a doctor's social work? And then later, an ad popped up. Yeah it was trippy hey,
0: it was listening. so trippy i barely can do social media or anything phone related anymore yeah. because my goddamn hands <gasps> like i really do your hands get numb it's not that it's like this one's very swollen and like it's like definitely inflamed in here i don't know what this is that attaches to this in here but i fucked it up oh so i old lady text and I just can't, <laughs> I can't be bothered with anything extra because no. it just hurts too much.
1: You need a pop socket. Pop sockets are great. Mine's on its way in the mail from Amazon. Sorry, God, I should not stop shop Amazon. I know, it's really hard. But it's so convenient. It's like Amazon dating. I mean, <laughs> Amazon? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> imagine. Oh my God. You know, Facebook has dating. Amazon dating. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> there's Facebook dating now. That's like the plenty of fish of dating of the social media world. It's like
0: Costco dating. <laughs>
1: Ow. <sighs> oh, God. Don't you talk shit about Costco and that Costco robe you're wearing. Oh, yes. And I got chocolate frosting robe from the other day when I was eating chocolate frosting out of chocolate frosting. Oh, shit. Dang. Speaking of chocolate frosting, there's like chocolate frosting on the passenger seat of my car. They detailed my car when I got it. And the only other person to sit in that seat after I noticed it was you. Well, what did we eat? The only thing we got was slim chicken. So I'm like, it wasn't you. So I don't know if they just didn't detail the car well. But it's like, I need to clean it. I just don't have any, like... Seat cleaner, yeah. like, I need something special. Like I'm not going to put anything on those seats, but it was weird. Yep. Woo. Anything else? I don't think so. We talked about Rex Kwando mm-hmm. That's who I call the weird gym buff gym guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I fin figured out how to um look at my photo streams on my phone. What's that? I have some pictures. Is that, like, throwback stuff? There's some pictures. Like, there's... <laughs> Do you remember this night? Mm hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. That was Sophia's 21st birthday. <laughs> she fucking pulled her dress up and was <laughs> humping the car. Yep. and Yelling, go blues.
1: Yep. This is your 2015 23rd birthday. Whoa. <laughs> you look like a baby. Whoa! Yeah. <gasps> Shut- oh my oh, it's God. A, it's a thing. It's a. It's all in a- to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What the fuck was I doing? That was a uh, Colorado oh remember oh this god. guy
0: yeah it's amazing that i remember that it's
1: amazing we survived
0: yeah oh my god dude <gasps> oh my god baby holy shit the worst haircut in my life
1: it's all you <laughs>
0: <laughs> my phone recognizes your face as my face does it so it's like photos it's of this so person you and like half of them Thank you so much for listening. Thanks
1: for listening. As um,
0: always, the best way you can help is to share, tell people about it, subscribe, download.
1: Leave a review. Remember, we have 50, the goal of 50 reviews. We yes. got a new one. Did you see? Oh. Yeah. says this is a great podcast. Oh, thank you. you Thanks. Oh. Our website is com. It's almost all fully updated. So when you go to that... You'll see a listing of all the episodes, and then you could also click on the episodes link, and it'll take you to all the episodes where you can listen to it on the website, too. So you can figure out which platform you want to listen to it, to.
0: Yes, the Amanda somehow magically made the landing page now, like, the blog page with yes. episode shit.
1: I had a Zanga. That's why. Uh, I had a Zanga. I had my Zanga layout. Pick. Anyway. Oh, so it's like the codes with the brackets and the arrows and the shit like that type of stuff you're doing. The colors and stuff, kind of. Oh, that's fun. Um, but really, you just click post and do all that stuff, yeah. and you can change the colors and stuff like that if you want to. So, yes, if you just, it's fun. Awesome. Throw me back. What else? Win a death row podcast on Twitter, and Instagram. And Instagram. You could like us and join our group on Facebook. Yep. Thanks. Bump da. Bye. Goodbye.